Welcome to Everreal Talks, where we talk about Spokane real estate. Spokane is made up of its people, places, and history, and the business of real estate is a reflection of these. So along with talk about real estate, we'll talk about the history that's shaped us, the people that define us, and the places that make us feel at home. It's springtime. Everybody that's going to be doing some gardening should probably be getting their garden plans going. We should maybe our next. Are you preaching to the choir here? I I am. Absolutely. Maybe our next episode, we should talk a little bit about gardening because that really has to do with homes. Okay. If you want to sell your home, you should have a nice garden. Okay. We should bring in an expert though, because I love you, but the tomatoes (laughs) did not come out last year. All right. Well, we're going to move on to a different subject. (laughs) So today, some of the things that we're going to be talking about, we're going to we're going to circle back to some of the real estate numbers that we've teased you with over the last couple of mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, but first, Jessica and I wanted to kind of roll back the clock a little bit to some of our previous episodes yeah. where we've talked about highlighted neighborhoods. So in uh, in the past, we've had some of the neighborhoods that we focused on and we mm-hmm. felt a little bit rushed going yeah. through like the things that people love to do and the things that we love about those different yeah. neighborhoods. A lot of this will probably revolve around food because... As you all know, or if you don't, you now do, <sighs> Jessica loves food. I do. Good food I love experiences. Trying, I love good food experiences. I like trying new places. I like, yeah, I, I, there's nothing better to me than either ordering a bunch of like appetizers and trying different things or just everybody order something different and give me a bite. I don't care if you're my friend or just an acquaintance. I'm, I'm just going to cut you off right there because okay. with the whole coronavirus know, thing going on, it probably that. you should probably just back off I until know. we're completely out of the woods. <clears throat> it's going to be tough for me. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I couldn't have an episode go without saying coronavirus. This will be the third one in a row. I know. I know. So let's let's talk about some. So first things first, our very first episode, we talk about Patsy Clark's. Patsy Clark's is in Brown's edition. It has, it's a beautiful place. I'm not going to go into all the details, um, but it is for sale. It went under contract and it is now back on the market. Oh, it's available so again. So it's available. So if you're out there and you're thinking you want to purchase it, <laughs> give us a call, 509-62-HOUSE, and we'd be happy to uh, put that contract together for you. But it is available. So uh, it's unfortunate. I'm kind of sad that the contract. How much is it listed for? Do you remember? Oh, Wasn't man. Like 1.9 million or something like that. It's pretty expensive. It's very expensive. I hope you have a couple million dollars to It's been, and, and as we've mentioned before, it was used as a restaurant. It's been used as a law firm. I mean, so there's a lot of op- Events. options. Events. I mean, if you have a crap load of money, you could just renovate it and make it your and super your awesome house. house. Oh, wow. <laughs> down in Brown's Edition. So some of the things in Brown's Edition. So we live close to Brown's Edition. Lower, We're kind of the lower southwest uh, or the southwest part of the lower south hill. I'm not sure how you even <laughs> say that. Cannon Hill District. Yeah. Um, which will be another episode and we'll have lots to say on that. But uh, it's only we're only like about a five to seven minute drive from Brown's yeah. Edition. Yeah. So it's a fun place for us to go hang out. Uh, I think we talked about the Mac Museum, which I think they still have that Pompeii exhibit going at the Mac mm-hmm. Museum. That'll yep. probably be here for a little while. Um, again, back to f- food and, and drinkeries and stuff like the elk is the bomb. Um, and it, the nice thing is it's just, it's just, I mean, it's kind of a, a pub type place, pub fair, especially as it gets warmer. Their patio mm-hmm. is such a great place. It's a nice, it's right there on the roundabout in Brown's edition. And so you Which can actually, sit out. Brown's, uh, sorry, I just, I'm sorry to interrupt right. you, but Across the street, there's another restaurant there that had closed down for a while, and it's back open, and we haven't been there um, since With they've new had ownership? new ownership, which I loved it before. I mean, the food was really, really good there, so I'd love to go down there and try that again. Do you have any idea what that restaurant is? or 
I think it's called brown something. Okay. So I apologize. I don't really know. But I mean, that roundabout is like got it's got a pizza place. It's got the um, Italia Trattoria. Italia Trattoria. I think that's correct. Or Um, not, but you can look it up. Four or five restaurants just in that one roundabout area. So. And it's great because it's you're right there on the street with the outside eating and stuff. But because of the roundabout, it's not like busy traffic. No. Type of a thing. Keeps things kind of down. Yeah, if you're if you're into good craft beers the elk always has good selection of uh stuff on tap and uh kind of good homey food yeah so that's brown's edition to me those are the things i love the most about brown's edition yeah i know other people like to you know probably walk the park and different things like that we talked a little bit about that so um uh south pines east was another area that we talked about and again we mentioned a few things (laughs) we just want to talk about the the natural area there yeah i think that's probably one of the biggest draws for that area and for those of you that are listening to this maybe even thinking about whether or not you want to move to spokane one of the stats that i'm going to talk about is who's moving to spokane and really what is why do people even move to spokane Mm -hmm. and it's quality of life i mean hands down that's why people stay that's why people come back and that's why people come here for the first time Mm -hmm. and if you're looking at quality of life it's the natural areas that we have access to that create that quality of life and so dishman hills natural area is right around the corner from that um south pines area Mm -hmm. there and um i mean i should probably share on this because i've probably been out there more than you so it's a it's a natural area that was designated it's got trails and stuff in there there's um, all sorts of different interesting plants and animals in there they've they created a big park area when you first come into the trailhead it has toys that the kids can play on so it's kind of just more normal park yeah type thing they have a um, there's a facility out there that you can rent. It's kind of a big uh, meeting facility. So sometimes businesses will rent it for meetings or people will do parties or birthday parties or things out That's there. That's really cool. So, um, and I think you have to go through the parks department for sure. that. Sure, sure. Um, that makes sense. But there are lots and lots. I don't even know off the top of my head how many miles and miles and miles of trails, trails. that are out there. <clears throat> they have, uh, I believe... My good buddy Chris Bachman could confirm this for us, but I believe that they've been able to go across. There was there was a natural area on kind of the South Hill mm-hmm. over 57th Carnahan area, and mm-hmm. then there was the original Dishman Hills area, and I believe that they were able to get all of the property in between those two. So now it actually you literally can walk up and over into the Carnahan area through That's the amazing. same. I mean, you could spend a whole afternoon out there hiking around or trail running, those type of mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, beautiful That's area. That's great. That's excellent. Also well, really easy access. I mean, if you're living in that South Pines area, yeah. super easy access to I-90. So you can either hit, head to Coeur d'Alene uh, and out to the airport and Airway Heights and all that kind of For stuff. Sure. So. so we also talked about Plants Ferry, which, again, as as the uh, resident Valley boy, um, this is kind of your gig, too. But there's a lot of things that you can do natural wise out there. it's incredible yeah i mean that's probably again a really big draw for that whole east valley area antoine peak is out there which is a place that you can go hiking as well and mountain biking and yep. and uh camp sakani is a mountain biking area that uh, is designated now for mountain biking they've got kid air, kid mountain biking tracks um yeah. advanced mountain biking tracks we should probably give a shout out to our buddy dan wilson out there yeah. and uh, evergreen and, east yeah i mean they have so what we have in in um, Evergreen East is people who are dedicated to um, the sport of mountain biking, but they don't they're not just into the sport of it. They take care of those trails uh, as if they're their own. And, you know, we've been out there to see some of the competitions and the camaraderie and the 
just, you know, the, the feeling that you get from that community of people is pretty cool. And watching them watch each other go over jumps and come yeah. down trails. And it's really amazing to watch. If you're a mountain biker, you... Um absolutely need to check out evergreen east mountain bike club because they they're they're doing the trail work another place that's really close that ties in with this to the um plants Ferry east valley otis orchards area mm -hmm. is mount spokane state park like it's literally just a 20 minute drive and they do a ton of trail maintenance for mountain biking on mount spokane mm -hmm. and so um anyway yeah there no, you it's go. fantastic and i think it's worth um you know talking about here because it, again you know this is a show about real estate but real estate is nothing without the communities that make absolutely up that and this is they are a contributing part of the, the our community that is really um, helps it thrive and it helps people want to live here and not just live here, but stay here. Yeah. You know, young people who, um, you know, would maybe otherwise say, well, I'm going to live somewhere like Colorado, for instance, sure. right, where there's lots about, you know, maintaining those trails and making it a, a, a lively and vibrant uh, part of our world keeps people here and draws people into so it's pretty cool there's actually you know we didn't mention on our previous show about this we um there's quite a few breweries and stuff right out there in the east valley area too so 12 string is out there uh there's another new one over there off sullivan that i can't yeah. remember but and we'll probably talk about some of those when we do like our millwood stuff so when we do our brewery tour <laughs> we're gonna do a radio brewery, brewery tour. tour okay <laughs> All right, so we've got a few other neighborhoods that yeah, we're going to check in on. Two other neighborhoods that um, we want to talk about, and we're going to come back from break and talk about those real quick. And then we're going to talk about... Some numbers. Yeah. Everybody's be, favorite. Oh, it's going to be good stuff. <laughs> All yeah, right, we'll be, be back good. in just a minute. Hello, and welcome back to Everreal Talks. This is Jessica Side. And I'm Matt Side. Wonderful. And we were just talking about some of the areas uh, in Spokane that we've already discussed, but... There were just a few little things that we wanted to share about them because we weren't able to get in all of our favorites. And the next two are really food heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about... Jessica was getting boring with all my natural no, stuff I on the other two. You know, like, all right, that. mountain biking true. and hiking. No, I love that stuff too. <laughs> you know that's true. Um, I was a hiker before you were a hiker, by the way. Well, you were a backpacker before I was. A I was a backpacker. Well, you might, you're older than me, so maybe you were a hiker before <gasps> I was. Unbelievable. <laughs> why would you share oh, so such rude. a thing? So rude. So rude. So I wanted to talk about the Audubon area, which the Audubon area to me is like Audubon downriver, kind of both those yeah. areas. The restaurants there are really unbelievable. It started with downriver grill remember when downriver grill opened it was like a total, oh, yeah, total anomaly do. and it was unbelievable food and it was kind of in the middle of like there were no other restaurants in that area um and then it kind of went from there so then you got the flying goat across the street um which those two restaurants even though they're owned by the same people or at least started by the same people i don't know if they're owned by the same people now they're very different in their approach to cuisine right one the Flying Goat's got all the pizza, um, wonderful salads and sandwiches and things like that. Where, the, where across the street at Downriver Grill, you've got pasta and asobuco and um, wonderful, like this really great spinach salad. And like they just have 
it's a little different dining experience, and I love them both. Yeah, the <clears throat> patios are great on both of them as well. Yeah. And for myself, personally, in the summertime, like, it is a great, I love the downriver, uh, especially on a really hot day because mm -hmm. of the way they've got it shaded back there. It's mm -hmm. a great outdoor eating space. It is. Uh, great wines. If you're into wine, downriver has an excellent wine selection. Mm -hmm. Our friend uh, Matt was the uh, wine Matt guy. Dolan. Matt mm -hmm. Dolan was um, their psalm. Yeah, the sommelier. For, for a lot of years, he was, for sure. So um, those are two favorites. But down the way, and I mentioned this in our in our episode, but the Little Garden Cafe is in that little, you know, it used to be kind of all shut down. There really wasn't anything going on, and they've been able to kind of revive those little storefronts that are, like, stucco, and they're peach-colored. Yeah. Right it's not my favorite color. Right but, across from the park. Yeah, right across from the park. So it's a wonderful, you know, you take your kids to the park and then you take them across the street and you get them an Italian soda. I assume they have those there. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I usually a, full, get it's hot a full chocolate. cafe. So they've got the sandwiches and soups and yeah, uh, it's a great And it's cafe. a great place to work. Like it's a wonderful place to bring your computer. There's enough room, um, you know, because they've got the main area, but then they've kind of got a little area kind of at the, not really at the back, but kind of at mm -hmm. the back where you've got some couches and things like that. So I love that place. And to me, a little further down, you cannot forget Pete's Pizza, the Calzone Key. Well, and honestly, that whole section right there is starting to boost up, too. So oh, Pete's Pizza right. is there. Across the main <laughs> arterial is uh, Takate Grill, which used to be up in the Shadal area and yep. moved down there. Uh, across the street from that is For the Love of God Brewing, which is a brand new brewery that opened up, mm -hmm. I would say, in the last few months. Yeah. Uh, and then Kitty kind of the opposite direction west on northwest boulevard is brandywine which is kind right. of a brewery it's not a brewery sorry it's more of a tap house in a bottle shop right they have a huge massive wine selection again like they have they're importing stuff from france and italy and spain and local stuff from walla walla and yeah. very knowledgeable uh, owners there and uh, as far as like supporting local community, yeah, um, those are those are places you got to go. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, two other real quick polka dot pottery. Polka dot pottery. Yeah, easy for me to say um, is down there, which is a great place to take the kids or you know make your own serving dishes. And I have to say, I know it's a little further away, and it might technically be in a different, but I love Ace Hardware right up the street. I just think that. Little Ace Hardwares are so important that you don't have to drive all the way to Home Depot or Lowe's. You can go to your local, you know, hardware store and get the thing that you need. And I just, I love that. Yeah, so it's great, great spot. And there is a lot of other natural areas that you can visit down there. Obviously, Riverside State Park is close, and the golf course is oh, right there. Yes. And so, as far as like things to do oh in a gosh. neighborhood, no wonder so many people love to be in that Downriver Audubon area. There's just love it. everything for anybody. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Last area we're going to talk about is Balboa, and Balboa has got. Not right there because it's really super residential, mm -hmm. but all you have to do is just take Francis and over, and you've got <laughs> that whole area, which Waddell's just turned into Five North yep. um, a few weeks ago. Um, the Boiler Room is probably my favorite because they have my absolute favorite sandwich, which is their um, Euro, but oh, it's it's so good. I I won't go into it, but I love it. <laughs> it's that like whole one of my center there where those restaurants are, there's a... Cascadia? Yeah, and then there, but then there's a like a, a gym in there. Like yep. it's just really there's so much to do yeah. in that area. And I have to bring up a, a local fast food place that we haven't talked about, and that's Zips. 
because Zips is right down there. And I know that sounds silly because I usually, but you know what? It, it's it's our If you're own visiting local. Spokane you or you've Zips. recently moved to Spokane and you haven't been to Zips, yeah. you got to go to Zips and you got to get a uh, Papa Joe. Oh, see, I'm the bacon burger. I love their bacon burger and I love their fries and tartar sauce. Get a tub of fries. Oh, yeah. Tub of fries with tartar sauce. Sometimes I know you might some need people to grab don't like some salt because sometimes they don't salt it real well. But some people are thinking tartar sauce on my fries. It's I, a my, zips thing. My brother-in-law lived in Seattle his whole life, <laughs> and he, uh, when he would come and visit, he would be like, "I'm going to Zips." Because it's, it's so almost fun. like Dick's downtown. Yeah. Almost as iconic. You got it. You got it. It's just it. local to this area. You got to go to Zips. All right. Is well, that it? Yeah, we got to get into the numbers before we finish. Before today. people are, well, I don't know. This is the more interesting stuff. They're going to get bored out of their mind with all the numbers, I'm sure. No, it's good stuff. This is no, good stuff. No, you're right. Let's talk about the numbers. So, um, some of the things. We mentioned last week that you had gone to the Spokane Kootenai County market update. real estate market forum yes to get accurate and, so and really what a great i mean several hours of experts in everything from commercial retail to multifamily to what's going on in the residential real estate market why are people moving here all those kind of things so let's talk a little bit i think it we've we've mentioned it you quizzed me and you even questioned me mm-hmm. last week on who's moving to spokane well the, i was specifically saying downtown to, condos all right so, all right okay mm-hmm. well who's moving to spokane uh the top two places mo- people are moving from uh are california and the coastal areas like coastal Washington. So the Seattle markets and Portland markets and things like that. Who, age-wise, what's our demographic? 65 plus is the majority of people that are moving here. They're retirees, followed by those that are telecommuting. So Mm -hmm. people that are able to telecommute from uh, their previous location, they're able to move here. And uh, again, it's a hugely, I mean, they're, Markets that they're selling in down there or over on the west side. <laughs> she, she's laughing at, I'm hugely, laughing at hugely, hugely, bigly, bigly and hugely. <laughs> sorry, that's I'm a, sorry. That's all right. I mean, everybody else heard it, so we might as well just acknowledge <laughs> yeah. the hugeliness, the hugely elephant in the room. Um, so let's talk about some of our market stats for the different areas. Mm-hmm. So I want to. I am going to talk about Spokane County, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about Kootenai County. Not okay. a ton about Kootenai County. Um, we are licensed in Idaho, so we can't help you in, in that area. Um, but let's talk about Spokane first. So these are 2019 stats specifically, and then talk a little bit about, um, how it looks coming into the new year. So, uh, the median home price in 2019 was 260,000. It was up 11% and it's been pretty consistent each year going up about 11%. Let's talk about those micro communities that I mentioned last Uh, last week. So in the Valley, so the the two things that we're going to talk about are months of supply in these little micro communities, what the median home price is in these micro communities. And if there's any, a couple of them have a really significant increase in value. So in the Valley, uh, 1.3 months supply. uh, And then we had a $288,000 median home price, which is pretty high for the area. South, uh, (laughs) 1.08 months supply and a $295,000 median sale price. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the northwest part of Spokane, this is absolutely insane. 0.8 months supply in the northwest. 241,000 median and it went up 14.9% in 2019. That's almost 15% increase. Uh, Northeast also 0.8 months supply. There's just no inventory up there. 193,000 median 
they went up 14.5%, again, almost a 15% increase appreciation in 2019. Which makes a lot of sense. Just generally speaking, when you have houses that are less expensive, you're going to see the percentage is going to be bigger on those houses than um, houses that are at 500,000. You're not going to see the same percentage of increase. Absolutely. West Plains uh, has one month's supply, so still still very low inventory, 266,000 median. They had a 13.5% increase out there as well. And then we talked about downtown last week, which is six months supply, 271,000. Which when you look at the rest of that, yeah, that's six that months is, supply it stands is out huge. very much so. However, they had 17.8% increase. increase in value. So uh, pretty significant. We're expecting to see increase this year. Um, and uh, I guess one of the things that we should, as we kind of close out here, because it mm-hmm. feels like everybody keeps talking inventory, inventory, inventory is the issue. And the biggest, really the solution to that is we have got to figure out how to build. Mm-hmm. And you know, working with our city and our county officials on a responsible way to, to develop right. um, and grow as a city. And until we get um, inventory to sell, things are going to get continue to get more expensive. It's going to be difficult for buyers in the market. So and and the and the really the key there is responsible because I don't think that you and I are the type of people that are just like let's build let's just build and build until we you know destroy the land but being responsible about that and making sure that we're preserving natural areas and that we're you know yeah we have to remember why people are coming to Spokane yeah. and if we get rid of the quality of life yeah. for the sake of inventory we've defeated it all that's right that's so right. if you're listening to this city officials you've got your work <laughs> cut out for you yeah. Yeah. Help us make a place that people want to be and give us some inventory to sell. So so those are the numbers. And I think, honestly, we're out of time. Yeah. So We, we uh, have a lot more to talk about. We will come back next week and we will give you uh, more information as, as Matt... Matt took a ton of notes from this last thing. I mean, we're going to, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to kind of hear um, where Spokane is going and in the different sectors. And um, we're excited to share that information with you. So come back next week. We'll talk more. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget uh, 62 House is how you can call us. Ask at everreal.com. And you can find us on our social media channels. Just search Evoreal, E-V-O-R-E-A-L. Thanks so much. Have a great one, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.